you've been seeking answers from every dermatologist, doctor, and all over the internet wondering what on earth this unbearable skin issue is. You know something's up, and you've been suffering and silenced for far too long. This podcast is going to bring awareness to the brutal reality that is topical steroid addiction and withdrawal syndrome. It will give you practical mental and physical tips to help you along your journey and provide you the strength you need to push through each day. You'll hear from real people battling this illness, as well as experts in the field, and I'm also going to share with you what's happening as I battle and conquer TSW. You are not alone, you're not crazy, and you will heal. If there's one thing I know, it's that anyone going through this hell is a warrior. My name is Jennifer Powers, and I welcome you to TSW Journey to Healing. Well, I told you I'd take you back to the very beginning for me, and that's what I'm going to do in today's episode. So right now, at the time of airing this episode, we are in May of 2022. My TSW journey began, I'm going with the official date of December 1, December 1st, 2021. Uh, It may have been a week or two before that, but I know for sure I was completely steroid-free as of December 1st. So that would put us into, I'm a few months into my journey We got December, January, February, March, April, all under my belt. So now I am officially in my sixth month of TSW and what a journey it has been. Oh my goodness. Um, So what I wanted to do today, since I started this show as of April 1st, um, you know, just like just over a month ago now in my fifth month of TSW, I think it's really important to take you back to the very beginning. And what's cool and what I highly, highly recommend, emphasis there, is that you start, if you haven't already, start to document your own journey. I have been taking photos and videos, almost like a video diary or journal, and it has been incredible because you really do get to see every single step along this crazy journey, this roller coaster of emotions and symptoms and struggles. And it's just, it's crazy powerful. So if you haven't already done this, make sure you do this. So there are so many things that I can start with, but one of the first, you know, things that I really struggled horribly with, aside from the itching, which I will have to dedicate a very long episode just to that, but it was the insomnia. Okay. So the insomnia is a is a huge <laughs> side effect um, experience, whatever you want to call it, of TSW. And it's really, it's so debilitating. And it's one of the reasons why I think so many of us have to stop working or have to quit or get let go from work. Because when you do not sleep, you are like an entirely different person. Now, if you're listening to this and this is not a symptom of yours, count your blessings, my friend, because it's horrible. Um, I don't know, you know, when some someone asks me, people ask me all the time, what do you, Jen, what do you think the worst symptom of TSW is? I really can't answer that because they are all, <laughs> they are all so brutal and almost equally bad. Um, but this was, this was really, really, really difficult for me because I am a single mother. Um, my son's birthday was just a few days ago on Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. And for the first couple of months, you know, December, we're, we're getting ready for Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year um, because of that holiday that we love so much. And then you have the new year and nobody wants to go into a new, celebrate a new year. January 1, you want to go into like, oh, here's all my 
goals, my vision board. Here's all the intentions I'm setting for this new year. You just, it's not, there's never a good time, right? I will say that. But especially as a mother, it is so difficult to be your best for your children because you're not being, you're not your best self. So when you're not your best self, it's really hard to show up good as a mother, a friend, a sister, whatever. It's just really hard. So waking up really, really early or not even being able to fall asleep in the first place is horrible. And then you compound that over days, weeks, months. Oh my gosh, I I can't even begin to explain it. So what would happen for me is when I when I first started to discover what this was, which was before December 1st, um, I was really scared, but I knew I had to do it. And then it's almost like as soon as I made the decision, okay, no more steroids ever again, not touching them. It's like my body was like, okay, well, get ready for it. And I just almost immediately went into massive crazy itching and the insomnia. So I would spend, <laughs> I would spend my nights, um, try I, it's, it's amazing that I would even try to fall asleep when I knew in my gut, it was not even going to be an option. So I would just lay there scratching myself raw. Um, and I, my eyes would be, my eyes would be wide open the entire night. So I would get into my bed, you know, sometimes I try to trick myself and move. Maybe if I get in there earlier, 930, 10 o'clock, sometimes nine o'clock, I thought that maybe I could beat beat it. <laughs> I could go to fall asleep before the crazy itching would start. It never happened. Um, so I would lay there when it was dark out and then I would start hearing the birds chirping and then the sun would come up and I realized, oh my gosh, I got absolutely not one minute of sleep. Now there were times probably after the second month, you know, maybe going into February where I would be able to catch maybe one or two hours of sleep. If I was really lucky, maybe I would get three, but I can honestly sit here and say that I got no sleep for months, none. The only sleep I will tell you that I did get, it would maybe be after like a week to two weeks of no sleep at all, where maybe during the day I would have to allow myself, my body would just give out and I would have to get on my couch and I would maybe get an hour, an hour long nap. I think at the most stretch, it was an hour and a half, like a 90 minute nap. And that felt amazing, but didn't even make a dent into the exhaustion that I was feeling. So this was a consistent pattern for me of every single day I knew what to expect and what sucks about that is then you start to develop so much anxiety around nighttime and it's not even that you have trouble trying to fall asleep you just you are alert and you you want to sleep so bad I can't explain you know the feeling where you like you're so tired and all and if you just looked at a bed and the light and it was sort of dim in the room you you're like oh my gosh i can't wait to jump in there and get under the covers and just go to sleep it was like that every single night but this knowing that it was not going to happen so the depression the feelings of anxiety the hopelessness i it's it still haunts me <laughs> that that crazy amount of fatigue causes irritability and mood changes and 
difficulty concentrating or remembering things. So then you start to go, oh my gosh, do I have other uh, memory? Do I have dementia? Do I have some memory issues, cognitive issues? It really truly affects your entire being when you do not have that sleep. It's it's truly terrible and I, and I feel for you if you're going through that. So I wanted to point out that that was one of my very early on symptoms. Now I'm happy to report now it being May 2022, and again, I'm going into month six, um, I did have, I, I would say pretty much all of April, which would be uh, month my month five, so I had four months TSW under my belt at this point, but all of April, I did get uh, very decent sleep, so I think my sleep was able to kind of get restored and come back in my fifth month of TSW, and I will tell you though now, uh, a week or two ago, um, I started to notice that I wasn't sleeping again. So the itching, the nighttime, like that skin crawling, that really awful feeling, that kind of came back, but it's been sporadic, so it hasn't stayed, which I am so, so grateful for. So I just wanted to leave you with a couple of tips to help you kind of wind down and to diminish any anxiety that you may feel around the bedtime routine or just falling asleep in general. And I want to preface this by saying, as with every episode of the show, the show is not intended to treat or diagnose or give you any medical advice. Uh, this is just my personal story, my personal opinions on what has worked for me. And this is Again, this is not to give you any kind of medical advice whatsoever. Always seek medical care or, you know, contact your medical professional uh, if you are concerned and have any health-related issues. So a couple things that I noticed can be helpful, okay? Not always, (laughs) and every person is different, and I will even tell you that sometimes these things worked amazing for me, and sometimes they didn't work at all. But I think it is definitely worth noting because whenever you can find anything that helps, you run and you do it. (laughs) Um, So one of the things is the screen time thing. Everybody knows that the blue light keeps us up. This is not news to you probably. But turning off your TV, your computer, at least 30 minutes, preferably an hour before you intend to go to sleep, is really, really recommended. You know, I... um, I really try to do that even even before TSW. I try very hard to do that and I'm a human and I am flawed and so I do not get it right all the time. But creating a really good habit for yourself both for a morning routine and an evening routine is just going to make you a happier person in general. So one book too that I could throw in here and recommend is called The Miracle Morning. So if you are struggling with creating a good morning routine, maybe you're maybe you're out of TSW at this point or maybe you just Maybe you're like, uh, well, I'm not sleeping anyway, so if I can just maybe rest during the hours of the night but still have a morning and night routine, I'll feel accomplished. I highly recommend you grab that book. But the no screen time is is really, it's just good for you regardless of TSW. So try to get in the habit of doing that. It really does keep our mind alert and not prepped for shutting down for sleep. So that no screen time thing will hopefully give you some help. Another thing you can do is herbal tea. Now, again, I don't know if you are doing no moisture treatment, moisture withdrawal, limiting your water intake. Uh, I don't know what your current diet is. 
Um, and I know we haven't gotten into those things that I just mentioned in episodes yet, but we will be getting into those. But one thing here is herbal tea. So maybe chamomile or some sleepy time tea, or even honestly, I love just hot water with lemon. That is one of my favorites. And sometimes I will even add some uh, fresh ginger in there, maybe a dash of cayenne pepper. That was like my go-to detox favorite drink. Um, but you may be, again, you may be eliminating things like cayenne pepper or citrus fruits like lemon. And so take all of this with a grain of salt and uh, obviously use your best caution for your own uh, healing journey. But you absolutely want to avoid caffeine after five or six o'clock at night. Um, that will ruin you. <laughs> so herbal tea is another thing that could help you wind down and get ready for a sound sleep. Uh, meditation is another thing. So I would, you know, if you have that 30 minutes to one hour of no screen time, a great practice for anybody would be about 20 minutes of meditation. And honestly, if you're someone who's never meditated before and you, the thought of that is like overwhelming to you because to quiet your mind when your mind is always racing, like me, I am someone, I, I share that with you. If that is you, you can start with just five minutes. There are so many great apps. There's so many great YouTube um, free content out there to help you learn how to meditate or give you guided meditations. Um, there is an app called Headspace that I highly recommend. That's actually how I kind of got started into meditating. It helped me a lot. But what you want to do is just find a quiet space. Um, you can either sit with your back straight. Uh, you can sit on a chair, make sure your feet are on the ground. You can even do this lying down. So if you do want to climb into your bed and you want to give this a shot, you can. I will tell you that in my journey early on, as soon as my body would be horizontal, as soon as I would lay down flat, that's when the itching was so ungodly unbearable for me. And so there were nights where if I was able to catch about 30 minutes or an hour of sleep, I noticed it was only when my body was propped up. So I'd actually have to sit up with pillows behind my back almost almost not completely sitting up, but sitting up and definitely not lying down. So if you're not able to lay down, then laying down for your meditation will not work. But sitting with your back straight is really, really powerful. And all you want to do is concentrate on your breathing and gratitude. So if you are someone who's worried that you can't clear your mind completely, that's okay. Focus on gratitude. You can even do like gratitude statements in your head that you're repeating and just focusing on the in and out of your breath. Breath work is huge. It's something that I am newer to learning and studying on. I have a couple friends that are breath work practitioners that I'm definitely looking forward to having on as guests of this show. So look out, look out for some future episodes about breath work. It is game changer, life changing. Okay, another thing is antihistamines. So if you're super itchy like I was, like I am still, these can reduce itching, but they can also, as a bonus, <laughs> side effect can make you drowsy. So if you do struggle with sleep, then taking something like Benadryl might be worth a try. So I will tell you again, sometimes I would take one or two Benadryl little tablets and I would, and it would work amazing. And then there were other times where didn't do anything. It didn't help me. I was at the point of nothing. I don't think it was really going to help me, uh, but it is worth a try. And again, like with all medication, please, please do your own research, be your own best advocate, make sure that you know what allergies you may have, make sure that you know side effects of everything, but antihistamines definitely 
if you are itchy, if you're an asthma or allergy sufferer, um, if you're in TSW, it, it certainly can help like it helped me. Okay, another thing is make sure your room is tidy. I know this sounds kind of crazy. You might be a hot mess express. You may have ADHD and like I do, and sometimes I am a clean freak, and sometimes I live in my chaos, and I know where everything is, <laughs> and it's just uh, my mental frame of mind that's just sometimes I can't just keep it nice all the time. But when you do keep your bedroom tidy, it really does, like it does something to your brain, right? It makes it makes you look at that room and that space as that quiet, calm, peaceful, safe space where you are ready for, for winding down. You are ready for sleep. You want sleep. You know, you, you don't, you want to avoid at all possible if you're working from home, try never to work in your bedroom. Just keep that room as a sacred space for sleep. Make it like this, you know, oasis of calm and and honestly, I wish I didn't even have a TV in my bedroom. I don't, my other, my family beach house, I actually on purpose did not put a TV in that room because all the distractions, all the light, the blue light, I, I don't want that for my sanctuary of sleep. So, uh, you know, those are just some tips about your bedroom. Another tip I can give you is to get an oil diffuser. I have recommendations, but I love essential oils and um, just that aromatherapy, that that gentle uh, aroma in your room can really can really assist in in better sleep. Now, I want to point out that aromatherapy or essential oils, diffusing oils, is not at all the same thing as candles. And I, I as much as I love candles, and I do, they're kind of I would avoid them uh, during TSW and honestly in general because the quality of your air, the air that you're breathing in. Um, you got to be careful with candles. A lot of candles are very, very toxic. Um, you're going to have to be careful into finding one that are really safe um, to breathe in. And they're beautiful and, and all that. But an, a diffuser also is beautiful. It ha- can have like certain settings of the light, like light flickering, almost like a candle. And uh, it's just overall better for your well-being. So make sure you buy a very good quality oil, 100% natural essential oils. Highly recommend that. You can certainly uh, reach out for me or check out the blog for any recommendations there. But the one that is highly known f- to aid sleep is lavender. Lavender is such an it's just such an amazing oil um, for the skin, for for breath, for uh, sleep, for so many things. Hi, uh, lavender is one of my favorite things. So. I would suggest looking into that. And another thing that is something that I swear by is cool temperature. So I know depending on what season you're listening to this episode in, maybe it's very, very cold and you just want to be under lots of blankets and you want to be warmed up. But I can't say this enough that the what happens to us at night, you know, nights are truly so bad because our cortisol levels increase. So our body temperature naturally rises anyway at night. So you sleeping under tons of blankets and big comforters and all that is so not going to help you with TSW, with that constant itch. It's it's actually such a, it's just going to hurt you if anything. So cool temperatures are a must. Um, if you can have a window open for fresh air, do it. If you suffer with allergies, you know, I, I have um, allergy to pollen, so if it's the time of year where pollen is very heavy, I cannot do that or I'd be 
ugh, big trouble. Um, but if you can have a window open, fresh air is incredible. Um, you know, you, you don't want to, if you have like the kind of heat in your house that uses like a radiator, you want to make sure that is off. You do not want your house hot at night. Okay. So getting, you know, cool sheets, uh, I highly suggest hundred percent cotton, you know, a lot of eczema and TSW sufferers can only wear cotton clothing, but also make sure your sheets and your bedding is cotton. Uh, so cool temperatures, have a fan going if you can, crack the window if you can, uh, do not bury yourself under the comforter. Try to be cool at night and watch what happens. You, I, I guarantee you that it may not fix your problem at all, but it will probably help you with sleeping and just giving you that kind of more ease and comfort at night. Okay, another th suggestion would be melatonin supplements. So again, I swear by certain supplements. Melatonin is an excellent, excellent supplement for you know, those that's, that struggle with sleep. So taking a really good supplement with melatonin and it can help. I have taken melatonin tablets by themselves, which have been helpful at times. I have taken a sleep supplement that has melatonin, GABA, uh, a couple other really excellent sleep aids, and it's 100% natural, plant-based, um, you know, organic and all that good stuff. So I don't mess around with my supplements. I take them seriously. So if, again, if you want um, to know what that, those things are, you can check the show notes here. You can go on the blog under the shop and you will see um, a tab for that for you there. Um, another thing is an alarm clock. Now I know this sounds kind of funny, um, but if you can do it, if you can do this, this is a challenge for most people because the first thing we do before we close our eyes and the first thing we do when we open them in the morning is what? We reach and grab our phone because our phone, nine times out of 10, is our alarm clock and because we are addicted to our devices. So if you can remove your phone from your bedroom, avoid that temptation, even again, going back to setting good routines for yourself for morning and night, setting a a healthy boundary with your cell phone and your devices is just a good idea in general, regardless of TSW. I try to not touch my phone the first 30 minutes to one hour in the morning. And again, I try to do the same thing at night. Sometimes I fall short because again, I'm human, but if you can actually get an old fashioned alarm clock and leave your phone out of your bedroom, it will be so powerful because it's not stimulating your brain and keeping you wanting you to stay awake, right? Now, again, if you know that you are not sleeping at night, then do what you have to do. Uh, watch shows, watch funny things on TV. You can be on your phone. Just know that if you are, if you're going into the evening knowing that sleep is not an option for you, then if you can, make sure that you give yourself grace throughout the day that if you do need to take naps, if you do need to rest, that you absolutely do that. Okay. That was kind of how I wanted to end this episode and tell you that like, please be patient with yourself during this crazy journey. But I do have a couple more that I want to um, share with you. Yoga or stretching, like a, sh a short little stretching session, gentle flows, uh, some of your favorite positions, just can really relax you, relax your mind and your body. So I love doing some of my stretches, whether, you know, you got down dog, you got, you know, child's pose, you, you got all the positions that you like. 
Um, if again, if your skin isn't super, super stretched, if it's not so tight, if it is at the stage, then you may not be able to do that and your mobility may be limited. But if you can try it out, the other thing is to bandage up your skin. That's like ripped up your sore skin. This can really, um, help with the itching. So, and can help therefore can help you sleep better. So, uh, I have used certain bandages, that I recommend. Um, I have zinc bandages that I have used. I have these arm sleeves um, that are cotton that I have actually tried soaking in cool water. I've tried them dry. Different stages of this have helped me in different ways. So bandaging up your skin can kind of relieve that pressure and the tightness feeling that, that creates the itching. Um, so that may, be, that may be something that you may want to try. Um, and then a last one or two things is have the intention to sleep. So again, that kind of goes back to the miracle morning. I know that setting intentions is, is really talked about a lot in that book. Um, it's a great, great book, but when you can say to yourself out loud or in your head and just honestly really believe it because that <laughs> that's the hardest part, but the most important part of setting any intention or affirmation is you just not just saying it to say it, but saying it to believe it, you know, going to sleep is, dreaded for so many of us because of the itching and we know the insomnia and we just so we go into it with this ma massive amount of fear and anxiety so it, it's so hard to truly believe that you're gonna sleep when you know based on the patterns that have been going on you know that it's very very unlikely but if you can trick your brain as best you can remember what it was like to have this beautiful deep sound sleep and go in to each night thinking that's what I'm gonna have and it may take, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. It may be like, gosh, this feels so silly because I really don't believe that. But if you can try, what's your alternative, right? If you don't end up with a good night's sleep, well, then nothing changed. But if you can kind of trick your brain and tell yourself, no, I'm going in with the, my bedroom right now with the intention of having a beautiful night's sleep. If you can really try to convince yourself to think and believe that, the best case scenario is that it works. The worst case scenario is you're exactly where you started, but at least there's some, there's science behind this. There is, there's, it's, this is not theory. What we think becomes reality. So trying to have that intention is good. And then also thinking about what was good. I, I love ending a day with gratitude. So even if you don't sleep, if you can just get ready for sleep and focus on what did you, what was good about that day? And what do you hope to have good about the following day? When you get to open your eyes again, some of us are in that horrible depressed state where this is, this is terrible. This is, this is the worst thing ever. And we're in the thick of it. And sometimes we even have those really bad thoughts where we're like, if we do fall asleep, we don't really want to wake up because it's so scary, not knowing how bad it's going to be the next day. But I encourage you to try really hard to focus on the gratitude focus on the friends and family you have focus on if you had an hour or even two minutes that went by that day where you weren't scratching yourself focus on how grateful you felt during that time where you weren't clawing yourself apart um you know gratitude really does so much for us as human beings and I can't even, I could do a whole entire episode on that I probably will but I hope that wherever you're at in your journey 
I hope and I pray that you are going to get sleep soon if you do not have sleep in your life right now. I know how hard it is. I know how debilitated I felt. I know how my patience was non-existent. Um, I was snapping at my family. I was snapping at my son. I was not my best self. I was somebody that I I didn't even want to be around. So I know that the pressure that that put on my family, my friends, my child, I know that that was really hard. And so the other thing I can say is if you have to write your family members or your loved ones, you have to write them a letter or even just say to face-to-face to them, hey, I am not at my best right now. I have not slept. This is a really horrible period of my life right now. And so I want to apologize in advance that if I do snap at you, if I have zero patience, please understand this really isn't me. It's just because of the effects that I'm feeling due to my insomnia. And so I ask for grace and compassion from you and forgiveness if I, you know, because I need it. Um, Just saying that, (laughs) it doesn't give you a pass to be a total biatch uh, or a jerk, but it is... It is good for people to know because look, no one, no one knows this like you and I, nobody knows how truly horrible this is. Um, Oh, I just thought of another one real quick. If you have weighted blankets, I know I just got done saying sleep with the cool air and not under blankets, but weighted blankets, maybe even if you're able to take a nap during the day and not so much at night, I, I actually don't highly recommend the weighted blanket thing at night when going through TSW, but if you are able to take naps during the day, a weighted blanket can help so much with anxiety um, and it just it really eases you into that sleep state um, and then another another one I just remembered sorry I'm jumping around here but is um, a white noise machine or some sleep music and um, I think that might be it but if I think of anything else I will certainly add it to the blog make sure you check out this episode and share it with anyone who is really struggling right now with sleep and I'm gonna say this that like I said earlier, which is there, there may be certain time period days, hopefully it's only days, but it could be weeks, it could be months where really you find that nothing helps and you just are not able to sleep. And that was me. And I will tell you that there's really nothing that I can say that will make it better other than when you are during the day, uh, try to give yourself grace, okay? If you know that the last few weeks you have not been able to sleep at night, then you may need to turn into a night owl and you may need to kind of honor that. Now, again, of course, this is if you have work and you're not able to do this, my heart goes out to you. I I know how horrible and difficult that is. But if you are, if you are able to take care of yourself or have others take care of you, if you're able to honor when you are tired even if it is throughout the day when most people are uh, working or out and about and doing things if you can do that give yourself that gift because there there is times for me where I was on opposite schedule of everybody else right the whole the sky was pitch black it was nighttime the whole world it felt like was asleep and I was not and that's where that it's an Facebook group and that amazing community came into play for me when I was at my worst and I was like forget this I had to get out of my bed I had to get on the couch I was trying so hard not to the itch was just unbearable I would get in that group and I made some great connections and um 
people that I've kept in touch with, people that I've just had these one-time great conversations with because we're all over the world. Our TSW family, all of us suffering with this, we are, this is not, you know, targeted just as one little area demographically. This is not just in the United States. This is all, we're all over the world. So everyone's got different, you know, time zones. And so it can be really, really helpful when you feel like no one has your back or nobody, no, not no one has your back, but nobody gets you your immediate close circle doesn't really get you because they're not going through this and maybe they're asleep you know because it's nighttime where you are but you can't sleep go talk to someone there's always someone ready to talk to you there's so many amazing supportive people that are in our community and um, I encourage you to do that and never ever hesitate to reach out just to even just to talk if you need someone to talk to there are people out there waiting to talk to you and they want to talk to you and they want to help so anyway that was my quick little uh, blurb about my insomnia. Um, it, it is really, truly terrible, and I don't wish that on anyone. And if it's you, again, like I said, I'm sending you hugs, and I just want you to know that it, it does get better. It will get better, and it may come back like it did for me, but it, at least it didn't last. You know, it was a couple days here and there, um, and I still anticipate them to come, but I gave you those tips and I truly hope that one or a few of them can aid you and and give you some relief and help you at all and if they do please put it in the comments whether you're listening to this show on YouTube you're listening to wherever you listen to your podcasts um, if you're reading this on the blog uh, definitely let me know let me know what works for you and if there's anything that wasn't listed in this episode that I didn't share with you that you have found that is helpful. Oh, I just remembered another one. I knew that would happen. CBD oil. Again, I talked about supplements, but CBD oil or gummies or things like that, um, or even good old fashioned, <laughs> you know, Mary Jane, uh, hint, hint. Um, or you're, if you're on, if you're into cannabis or medical marijuana or, uh, you know, um, those types of healing modalities can actually really, really help you with calming your nerves down and actually getting you in that restful state of sleep. So um, I have a CBD oil that I absolutely love that is um, made in the U.S. and um, certified and organic and all that good stuff as well. So check out the blog for that if you want to film that. But if anyway, if you have anything that has worked for you, I'd love to hear it. If there's anything in this list that you have tried after hearing this episode, I want to you know, celebrate that with you. So definitely let me know that as well and look out for the next episode of TSW Journey to Healing. Thank you so much for being here. Please remember to subscribe, rate, review the show, share it with anyone that you, you know or you think could benefit from, and I will see you very soon.